Welcome back to 128KB. In this episode, Gran Turismo 7 gets off to a rocky start. Ooh. Ghostwire Tokyo is coming and Ooh. we're excited. Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yeah. There's some big news. And a Billy Bonus. One of our favourite <laughs> A Billy Bonus. We are looking at the ascent. So Andy, Gran Turismo 7 is yep. getting off to a bit of a rocky start. It is, Some yeah. could say a false start. Ooh. Ooh a racing <laughs> pun. <laughs> I uh, love it. Now, you're not a massive Gran Turismo fan. No. Coming from the world of Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, it is a game that I always buy. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my history of Gran Turismo 7, uh, Gran Turismo in general, is I'll buy it, I'll play it for about a week, and then I'll give up because it's too hard yeah yeah okay it's very yeah. sim yeah this this is the kind of game that i'd play around someone's house do you know what i mean like, yeah. like someone else will have it and i'll be like oh sweet like let's let's have a go and i'll enjoy it yeah but not enough to go and buy a copy now the first thing says they've done some huge technical steps in this game yeah visually mm. it's amazing the ray tracing in the um replays of the races are beautiful nice. it does yeah. look really sweet yeah. um they've done some really clever ai development for the um, NPC that you're racing yeah, against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll be racing against 12 other cars. Right. And before, they were programmed pretty basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they'll learn and develop to how you've overtaken ah. them in the past oh, and stuff. Wow. So it, it's really tech, yeah. what they've done. And obviously, it is becoming more and more of an online experience as well. And yeah. this is where the problems occur for Gran Turismo 7, isn't it? Yeah. It's going a bit Chocobo GP. It is going a bit Chocobo GP. So... There's, there was a whole 24 hours of disruption <laughs> because the developers in their infinite wisdom have forced you to always be online yeah. when playing this game. So you have to be connected to their server yeah. even when playing single yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, like offline. Yeah, but you have to be online. That seems insane to me. Yes, yeah, yeah. What? what? Why? So there was a 24-hour or however long it was server outage, which meant you couldn't play the game at all. Uh, not cool, man. Not cool at all. Okay. And there's also now people getting very angry about the amount of microtransactions that they've no. snuck into the game. The game is like a live service thing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And you know we hate live service games. Yeah, I mean, again, we've just been talking about Chocobo GP on the other channel. And uh, this is exactly the same thing. You know, it's like, why? Like, why do you need that? Just release the game as it is. Let us play offline and unlock everything as it is now, now in the defense of gran turismo what, what i assuming they've done is that you can put in your own money to buy credits which is the in-game currency yeah yeah and from that you can then buy anything you want mm. now the beautiful thing with my my experience of gran turismo is always that you you have that sense of development you win a race or a tournament mm, then you, you get, get a bunch of credits mm. and then you go and buy the next car for the next type of race yeah if you can bypass that just by buying it with your own money where's the sense of achievement yeah it's like buying someone else to do your homework do you know what i mean it's yeah. like you've just failed it's, it, <laughs> it's, it seems totally pointless to me uh, but people will will transact yes. with it people yeah, yeah, will do yeah, it yeah, and the developer will and publisher will inevitably win from it mm. which is why they put them in there. oh of course yeah yeah i mean i i, I understand it if you're super busy job let's say you work two jobs and you only get a small amount of time to play and you're like so far off progressing yeah and then maybe you're like oh you know what i'll just buy some credits and get a good car straight away i kind of understand that but in general i don't really like the practice of it it should be optional 
especially being like online at all times. Yeah. Like why? Like it, it, I understand if you're going to play online, be yeah. great. You know, go to the online lobby or whatever, but just to play the single player to be have to be online. Like that's well, stupid. You're asking for issues and straight away within the first week of launch they've had a whole 24 hours of issues. <sighs> yeah. Now, despite this, it's still the number one selling game currently in the UK. Yeah, here in the UK. Charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's to be expected. It's Gran Turismo exactly. 7. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. They come out once a console generation. Uh, they're always the big poster yeah. boy for that console. Yeah, it's the heavy hitter, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost a year late. It was supposed to launch with the launch oh, of the PlayStation really? 5. Yeah. They, they had to delay it. Yeah, true. It's been a while now, hasn't it? Yeah, so it's been long awaited it's always a a huge game so it's always going to sell massive um it's like if they if fifa was released once every seven years yeah you know? yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah it's massive so it's going to sell well so i would take the success of the sales as a pinch of salt compared to the enjoyment that people are getting out of it yes yeah yeah people are going to just hype by of course you like you know just because it is what it is um and it, it does look cool and from what i've seen of it it looks amazing it does and look from amazing. what i've heard people chatting about the gameplay yeah like ignoring all the microtransaction stuff for a second like just the gameplay people were saying like it's phenomenal yeah like it's really really good but it is let down by the the live service nature of the game which i don't understand why they need it i don't either like it's just another money grabbing technique isn't it but yeah yeah microtransactions one thing but the live servicing that that just doesn't really yeah i don't get it yeah no me either but, you know, that that is Grand Turismo 7 in a nutshell. Pretty much, yeah. Huge issues at the start, a bumpy start or a false start. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the puns. He's here for the looks, the puns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, moving along okay. to a game that, Ooh. when it was first announced that the PlayStation, um, what do they call them? They're not direct, State that's Nintendo. Plays? State of Plays, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Last year. Yeah, we, we talked about it. Ghostwire Tokyo, yeah. and we were like, oh yeah, oh, this looks good. Um, it got delayed, but like everything seems to have got delayed at the moment, mm. but it's dropping March 25th. That is the end of this week. Yeah, that's real soon. That's exciting. Uh, I did a preview on it on the channel um, because I was so excited for it. A true first person action horror, I guess you would yeah. call it. Yeah, and I like that. I yeah. like that it's kind of bridging both paths because as far as i'm aware they were going down the true horror yes alleyway and then they kind of at some point changed tack and like was like oh you know what let's let's make this a little bit more like actiony yeah uh, so it probably appeals to more people yeah it's kind of like um, it's got like a almost like a martial arts kind of obviously because it's set in japan as yeah, well that yeah, like, yeah. Make, makes sense um but man this game looks cool yeah big supernatural thing you've got like superpowers yes. almost like uh it just it looks very cool from a first person's perspective obviously i haven't actually played it because i downloaded the prelude thinking yeah i'm gonna yeah, get, yeah, a, totally. get, yeah. get a good 20 minutes gameplay on this yeah, yeah. nah just talking I, I had about 20 minutes talking before i realized okay this is just purely text-based. Now, i want to address this because after downloading the demo with the same intention like sweet <laughs> i get to see maybe it'd be the first chapter or something yeah yeah that's what i thought because a lot of developers at the moment are launching a demo and your progress can carry over to the full yeah, game like kirby adventure or chocobo gp yeah. like all that kind of stuff what a great idea yeah um so i was like sweet i'm gonna get into this it'll be the first part of the game first 10 minutes maybe mm -hmm. and no it's just 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 chatting that's made me a bit concerned <laughs> i'm worried that if this game is either it, it, it has to strike a perfect balance it's either its story's so good that it carries it through mm-hmm 
or it could be it's just a lot of talking and it's a bit boring I think they're trying to build the hype by deliberately not giving you any gameplay mm-hmm. and building the backstory because it's you know the prelude yeah. chapter or whatever so it is just like an anime style like manga style thing it's just like literally like a text based yes. thing isn't it the demo so but I think they're just trying to build that hype to be like look what when you, you think back to everything that's been released so far from the game yeah there's very little actual gameplay. Yeah, a lot true. of it is just. Yeah, it's going to be the cutscenes. True, true. That is true. But what I've seen of the gameplay, it's very full on. Very full on. I've not seen all. I've seen is like action, like combat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not seen what like goes on in between that. Yeah. So like, if do you get to like walk around freely, like that kind of stuff? Do you know what I mean? I, I've I've just seen people like throwing spells and whatever that's yeah. going on. So yeah, I'm kind of intrigued. Um. Then, then it goes on to the other part that I'm curious about this game with is first-person horror. There's mm. not a huge amount of first-person horror, although we're starting to see a couple dripping out now. There's this yeah. and there's Ikami as well, which is coming out. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is first-person yeah. horror. And then you've got stuff like Resident Evil 7 and Village mm-hmm. and then like Outlast series, those kind of things. But they are like more traditional horror rather yeah. than like action horror, I'd say. Even though, like, Resident Evil 7 and 8, you could kind of say are more action, but yeah. they're super jump scare. I'd say they're more horror-based, personally. And this, this, this looks more action. Yeah, it's exactly that. It feels like it leans more on the action side. But I really love those experiences, those first-person yeah. horror experiences. Yeah, if, it, if they're done right, yeah. they're very good. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of, like, intrigued to see what's going to go on with this, because it was, like, going to be horror. And then they were like, nah, let's, let's take it back a notch. So I'm like, well, where does it sit on that line? You know, yeah. are we going to be like changing our panties or are we going to be, uh, <laughs> you know, just kind of like chilling? When they're done right, they're very claustrophobic, oh, yeah. very immersive, obviously, because you are yeah. experiencing it in the first person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's awesome. Um, yeah. And being an act, more action leaning game, they could have very easily gone with the third person. Yeah. And that, that would have made a lot of sense. It would have. But I, I'm quite intrigued because it is like an action horror. Like you said, being in a first-person perspective really makes it seem real. Do you know what I mean? Stuff's yeah. in your face. Yeah. You're way more connected. Whereas when you're like stood behind like a character, you're kind of just like, oh yeah, whatever. Whereas it does feel a bit more like urgency and stuff when it's right in your face if you're the person. Yeah. And that's where I think they changed it to more action because they went okay this might be a bit intense because it was quite fast paced or whatever but i really like it from what i've seen of the gameplay so far what they've shown like I'm, i want to jump into this game yeah I'm it's excited very it. cool and i'm a fan of like you know resident evils and stuff and obviously the director yes. worked on um shinji mikami mm. i hope i've said that right yeah dino crisis and he worked on some of the resident evil games yeah it, it's it's got the pedigree the stuff that's been released so far, apart from the demo, um, <laughs> look really exciting. We've only got a few more days to wait. And I, I really hope for Tango Gameworks, I think that's what they're called, for their sake, that this is the success it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I'd love to see more people making these kind of games. Yeah, there's big hype. I mean, it's being done by Bethesda, isn't it? So yeah. there's quite a big clout behind it. You know, there'll be a lot of publicity. So I'm hoping it gets a good rap. It'll be a little while till I get it, I think. I think I'll wait, like, on the back foot a, a little bit. Um, that brings me to a, a, just a side note really quickly. Mm. PS5 games mm. at launch mm. were typically about £70 now. Yeah, they've gone up, haven't they? Yeah. How does that make you feel? That's why I'm not buying it straight away. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I'll wait until it gets reduced. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll get it, you know. 
in my mind, there's like a threshold. It's like fifty pounds is max. Yeah. Above yeah. that, yeah. I start getting a bit edgy. Yeah. That's why I like Nintendo. You know, you can buy a brand new game for like thirty-five quid on yeah, some places. I, I believe you. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but this is my problem. Going back to Gran Turismo, you pay full price game for it. <laughs> And, and then, then you have to got, buy stuff. And you've got to be online. <laughs> so, great. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Nah, should be free. <laughs> and then implement all that rubbish. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, going back to microtransactions, stepping backwards. The reason Fortnite, for everything I hate about it, mm -hmm. the reason it's so successful is because it's free. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's yeah. free to play. If it was a 50 quid game, mm. it would have had a quarter of the success. Yes. You know, so... Yeah, anyway. So, moving on from a first-person horror game that we're excited for to a game that I, I think every gamer is actually excited for. Oh, really? Hogwarts Legacy. Oh! Yes. Obviously, we had the state of play last week. Yep. We learned a lot about it. Yep. You got excited because it's coming from the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> which is quite mind-blowing. That's insane. We don't know how they're doing it yet, yep. um, technically. But there's been some... In amongst that news, there were some really interesting points about Hogwarts Legacy that actually plays into what we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, literally like rolls straight into it, isn't it? Um, the uh, website has confirmed officially there will be no microtransactions in Hogwarts Legacy and you don't have to be online to play it. Yeah! So a, a, an actual real game in 2022. Yeah, a real you know, physical a game. You game. Can buy it and play it. And well, that's it. That's it. You could just buy it and play it. Wow. No rubbish attached. <laughs> <sighs> I'm I'm so relieved that such a potentially huge game hasn't gone down the obvious route of how do we squeeze every penny out of a player. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because th this is going to be a big seller. It's yes. going to be a big seller. Like, you know, like all the people sort of my age that grew up with Harry Potter as children, mm -hmm. th like they're going to buy it. You know, like, and that's a lot of people, yeah. like a lot of people. And then above and below that age group as well, it kind of filters through. And even if you're not a fan of like the books or anything, this looks like an amazing RPG game, you know? Uh, so, I'm not a massive Harry Potter fan, really. Mm. I have uh, i don't even think I've seen all the films. Yeah, That's yeah. how like uh, I am about it. But what I love about this is that it's set in that universe, but not following one of the stories, the obvious things Exactly, to do. yes. It's like set in that universe, so anything goes yep. that's, that's okay in the Harry Potter universe. Yep, that's what I really like about it. But yeah, let's make a proper role player yeah. in that. And you can actually like completely customise your character. Amazing. And you're not just like a 10-year-old going into like year one. You're like 15, 16, yeah. like going into year five, I think you're it like is. You're like fighting. Yeah, so you're like jumping straight in. You know, you can do all the spells and stuff. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. Like it really was mind-blowing. I was watching the state of play, like planning to, I know like Nintendo, yeah, but I've got a PS5 and I love it. Got it at launch. Um, you let him in. <laughs> but you know, I, I love the PS5 and this was the game I was like, I'm buying that launch for PS5. Even if it is 70 quid, I'm buying that. Watch the state of play and everything was like, oh yes. Yeah. Like, th this is looking like it's ticking all the boxes. And then, Visually, yeah, it looks beautiful. But just all of it yeah. combined. Visually, the gameplay, like all the options you've got, like this looks so in depth to everything that you can do and like the spells that you can have, like where you can fly, like everything that you can do, it just looks mind blowing. Do we have an official date for it yet no it says uh autumn this isn't it? this holiday is what they say uh, all right, so, so in america year. yeah end of year yeah it'll be christmas it's worth the wait 
and they're doing the right thing. Release it at Christmas time, it's going to fly. <laughs> it's going to be quite ridiculous. literally. And people like me, I'll buy it on the PS5, and if it does come to Switch, well, then I'll buy it on the Switch as well. Yeah. You know, and, and pray that they do cross saves. Because if I could oh, pay on the PS5, wait. save it. Don't say that. And then oh. take it away on my Nintendo Switch and carry on, that could Could you be imagine amazing. if they do that? It's possible. It is possible. It's, it's been already take implied. Take it away on your commute, play it on your Switch handheld. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get home, yeah. open up where you've left off. On your PS5. Yeah. Because this has already yes. been implemented in other games. So you can already do this. So in Dying... Is it Dying Light? I, I'm, yeah. My memory is jogging. I think on Dying Light, you can save on the PC, download your save on the Switch, and carry on. Pretty That's sure it's amazing. Dying Light. If it's not Dying Light, there's other games, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But it is there already. So it's potentially a thing. So I really hope that they thought about that because that they will then know people are buying two copies. Yeah, they they just know. Yeah, and that's if there's no microtransactions, yeah, screw it. We'll sell the game twice. You I, know, I, I can't imagine we're alone in being people that that love and own a Switch and a PS Five mm, or mm. Four. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. can't imagine we're alone in that. No, I, I don't think so. I think it's the like the most common pair up. I would yeah. say. Yeah, because they represent totally different parts of the gaming market. Mm. Yeah, you mind. cover almost everything with both. Yes. You know, if you've got the PS5 or or 4, just a PlayStation, let's yes. say, and, and a Switch, you're like almost getting everything, like yeah. right there and then. That would be epic if they can cross-play, cross-save. That would be insane. That would be, yeah. Like, really that would be, be buying two copies off the bat for me. But just, yeah, off the bat, let's say, no online, no microtransactions, it is the polar opposite of Grand Christmas 7, and yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the other benefit is, if, if it is, like, good on Switch, which we'll see, is if you've got a partner and you both want to play, well, it's a single player only, there's no co-op or anything, mm -hmm. but one of you could be playing on the TV, and one of you could be playing on the Switch at the yeah, same time, yeah, and you could help each other out or whatever, like, it's pretty cool. It's just, I'm a little bit sad there's no co-op, but, yeah. I mean, it's, it's too big a game. I'm glad there's not, to be perfectly honest, yeah. because it means they've really focused their attention into what you're actually going to be doing. Very true. Yeah, you know, very true. they haven't like gone, oh, let's take this chunk of money and just randomly put co-op in. Do you yeah. know what I mean, they put all the money in the good stuff by the look of it. Yeah. So, yeah. So moving on from something that is totally single player to something that is a proper couch co-op. Oh, yeah. And we are excited for this. The Ascent. The Ascent. It's been a long time coming. Yep, Bruce Willis is back. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> i know um it's been a long time coming it was released on steam about a year ago yeah i didn't even know that you didn't even know about it i was like mate the ascent's coming out this week and you're like what's the ascent yeah exactly yeah check the gameplay out yeah so for those of you that don't know it is a cyberpunk styled twin stick shooter imagine diablo set in cyberpunk yeah pretty much pretty much nailed it on the head there <clears throat> And it looks so cool. It looks amazing. So a proper RPG crawler set in a sci-fi environment. So first of all, there is not enough good sci-fi games. No. And, and I'm not talking about flying in space, no, shooting no, no, stuff. No, no, no. Just not Star Trek. No, no. And and there's plenty of good, like, flying sci-fi yes. stuff. You know, like ship racers and yeah. whatever. Like, you've got No Man's Sky and all that kind or of stuff. Or games like Chorus like, is another yeah. one. It's really good. But... but but I'm on about like games like this, yeah. set in like a cyberpunky sci-fi futuristic world, and you've got guns and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. this throws this is 
harking back to PS1 era yeah. for me. Like there yeah. was a lot of games on that. Um, I can't remember. There's one that I always forget the name of and you're like on a game show. It's a sci-fi thing. You're on a game show and you just have to, it's this kind of game yeah. and you have to like take out waves of enemies Love and you it. progress through the game show and it's amazing. It's very that much like, like kind of feel. And like you said, Diablo 3 like, is what I'm feeling on yeah. this game massively, but mixed with that sci-fi element. Oh, it looks so good. And then when we learned it was co-op, like local co-op. Up to four player? Yeah. Like four player and online as well, but yes. local. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Uh, uh, totally cool. There's, no, there's not enough good sci-fi games. Yes. 100%. There's not enough. Not nearly enough couch co-op games. So true. It is where gaming... It's where gaming came from. Yeah. It's multiplayer when I'm stood or sat next to the It was person. the only type that was available. We didn't have internet on the consoles. Yeah, and although I love online playing, there is still such an important place for being able to sit next to someone and play a yeah. game with them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, there's so much more to it. Do you know what I mean? It's such a better experience, yeah. I find, when yeah, you're like, totally. come on, let's arrange a date or whatever. You come over, let's grab a pizza, yeah. slap the game on and play it all night. You know, because that's epic. what we used to do when we were younger. Whereas now it's like, I'll just call you up and we'll just play yeah on it's my headset fun. yeah it's cool it's not the same it's not the same it's not the same so this is cool you can do you can do both online or local co-op that's awesome um for me yes it had that diablo cyberpunk feel but it also reminded me a little bit of why i loved metroid dread yeah yeah now totally different game i'll accept yeah, yeah. that except metroid dread's obviously a metroidvania kind of 2d ish yeah but it was the sci-fi element of it. And that's yeah. what I really love about Metroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like alone on a, on a planet. Yeah, and you've got, and you've got futuristic weapons. Yeah, and it, yeah. It's just cool. Yeah, it that's is. That's how it feels. It is cool. And I feel like it's a very 80s thing. Yeah. Like when you think of like Total Recall and all these kind of yeah. like movies from the 80s and the games that were spanning in the 90s for like the PS1 and stuff, it was still kind of tail end of that. Yeah. And then they kind of just disappeared. Now me growing up like in the 90s, that's what I was consumed by. The 80s movies and the 90s games yes. that were all in on the sci-fi stuff. I loved it. And then as I grew up, it was like kind of got less and less and less and less and less. And it's like, oh, mm. okay. And so now... You know, this is looking really good. And for me, this reminds me of a PlayStation 1 game, which not very many people know. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Apocalypse. It's called Apocalypse, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's Bruce Willis. Literally, you're Bruce Willis just running through like some sci-fi place. It's, it's so obscure. Amazing. I may own it, I but do, I have yeah. never played it. Oh, right. I've, I've still got the original disc that I've Ooh. had since I was a kid. Because and when I sold my PlayStation when I was a bit older because I needed money for probably Nintendo stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. But when I sold stuff, I kept that disc back. Yeah, I couldn't let go of it, even though I didn't have a PlayStation. I was like, I'm keeping that game. Yeah, and I've still got it. And now I've got PlayStations back. You know, I bought all the old consoles back and stuff. Um, I've still got it, and I love that game. This is like it's you know cool. ingrained in my head, and this looks like like a continuation of that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, it's it's got all those, and PlayStation One's actually a really good way of describing. It. It's got all those place good sci-fi games that you saw on PlayStation One, Future Cop, LAPD. Yeah, yeah. Um, those kind of like sci-fi. Let's blow stuff up with futuristic weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it looks ace. I can't wait for it. It's coming out on PlayStation. It's also coming out on Xbox if you're dirty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's already out on PC for the Steam. Not coming to Nintendo Switch though. Not yet. Let's hope. Let's, yeah. Let's hope they bring it because handheld is the way to go. I think everything. it will. Um, yeah, it's it's obviously it's harder for developers to 
the more platforms you develop on, the more expensive it becomes. Yeah, yeah. But if it sells well here, then maybe they'll yeah. push it over to Switch. I mean, it doesn't look like a very demanding game. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it'd be easy to sort of downgrade it a little bit. And the, the Switch. beautiful thing with a game like Ascent, because it's a smaller developer, it's a smaller game, it's quite cheap as well. I think it's 20 odd quid, wasn't it's it? It's like 25 quid launch on PS5. Boom, I'm buying it. Yeah, yeah. I'm Straight think up. I'm buying it. Yeah. yeah. I think me and Christina would love playing this because mm-hmm. we're big Diablo 3 fans. And this is just Diablo 3 with the yeah. sci fi skin on it. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's, it's got all those, it, for those of you that love those RPG elements, it's got all of that. You can choose a character, customize them, all of that kind of RPG stuff. Looks amazing. And how you progress is obviously dictated by the choices you make. Love it. Mm. Can't wait for it to come out. And what a great way to end the show on yeah. a real kind of like positive. Yeah, definitely. We kind of started on a low and Ooh. then we kind of like. Yeah. Picked it up and up and up. Yeah, uh, so if you like ending on a high, then uh, why don't you watch one of Andy's other videos from the Nintendo channel? Oh! I've got to put it here. I don't know what it is yet, but isn't it exciting that in wow. the future we will have decided that there's something to watch there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do it, yeah. Uh, and if you like PlayStation stuff, make sure you subscribe here. And until next time, bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>